Welcome to the Sean Trey Show. So we were just having a conversation. I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself in a second. But behind you is okay. a picture that says, get shit done. Anytime ask, yep. people ask me, and I tell people I'm a producer. I'm a film producer. I'm a, like, that's my main job of all of the different, I wear a ton of hats. But they're like, well, what does that mean? And I look at them and I say, one thing, I get shit done. And that's it. Yep. And like, that's my whole motto. Like, you know, because... I've produced in my career, got to be over a thousand videos, you know, by now I've been wow. doing videos since, yeah. you know, 2008 for all types of media, at least a thousand hands down easily. And how did I get it done? One step at a time. And yeah. just that's, that's so key. And what that reminds me right there is that it's, it's easy to get shit done when you're, in the mood for yeah. it when you're in the flow state when all that stuff is just kind of flowing and going but you know it's just like with everything else there's ups and downs and when i'm editing and i'm getting a mental block mm -hmm. or a creative block you know i can just kind of look at that and be like hey you know and at the end of the day even though i love filmmaking i love videography i love editing that doesn't mean that i love it right. all the time you know once, once something's a full-time job it's a yeah. full-time job and i have to remind myself that when i'm not in the flow state or in the mood, I look at that and I'm like, no, like this is my job. I need to get shit yep. done. And uh, pushing past that, it's almost like a runner getting their second wind. When you decide, no, screw that, I'm getting shit done today, then you push past that, you keep working. And that's where I've actually gotten like my best flow states and my best work done is after a period of being like such a mental block in my own head, uh, wanting to just take a break and going, no, push past that, get shit done. And then that flow state goes, all right, I guess we're doing yeah. this and just ease Dude, it I on into that. it. I love that statement. I got a question for you. If you could go back in time and, right. and give advice to your younger self, what advice would you give yourself? <sighs> Invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> Second person that said um, that. And I am a hundred percent in agreement. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I would tell myself if I'm telling my, let's say 10 to 12 year old self, what I would say is stop caring so much about what other people think. Stop trying to morph yourself into what you think they want to see and just be yourself. Um, because I was definitely during, you know, that age, I didn't even quite know who I was because I was so worried about people liking me and you can't make everyone like you. And especially if you're not being your authentic self, then the people who do like you, like you for who you've been pretending to be. Um, past that, I would say, you know, in the creative wise, I would say don't or take constructive criticism with a grain of salt. Mm. Because if you've made something that you love and someone else, you ask like, hey, what's your opinion? What's what do you think of this? And they're like, oh, I didn't really like that part. Or this could be a little better. Take it with a grain of salt because if you love it, that's what's truly important. And there have been many times where I start, I was like, oh, you think this should be changed? So I change it. And I ask multiple people. And by the end of all these changes and what other people like, it's not what I envisioned anymore. And the whole point is for it to be my vision coming yeah. to life. And I think my videos have gotten better and my work has gotten better once I take it with a grain of salt. Sometimes they have great ideas and I make the change. And I'm like, that is awesome. And that was kind of what I was going for. And other times I'm like, you know, thank you for the criticism, but just because it's just because it's constructive criticism doesn't mean you have to change those things. Um, so create for you and not for what you think other people want to see. 
I had um, a friend. It's one of my best friends. And I recently wrote, wrote this song that I released a couple of days ago called Winona for my grandmother. And it's a song that I just put up on YouTube. And it was a song written. My grandmother died on Christmas Day in 1961. My mom was a little girl. And it was a long time ago. But I, I wrote this song to remember her because there were so few photos. And my, my daughter was asking me about my grandma. And I couldn't tell her much because like, well, I, I never met my grandma, but I told her the stories and my mom would tell me the stories and I wanted to do something beautiful. Right. And I wrote this song and I think it's a beautiful sounding song. I love it. I listen to it because I enjoy it. And my friend Fu did amazing guitar. He wrote it with me and it's a beautiful song. And one of my friends saw it and I love her to death, but she, her comment literally was, it's beautiful video. You lip." you licked your lips too much. And I was like, of everything that is in there, like the song, this beautiful touching tribute to my grandmother, this, the guitar is phenomenal. My vocals, I hoped were okay. My lyrics were, I think really good, but you know, maybe not. Mm -hmm. I licked my lips. You cannot make everyone happy and you shouldn't try. Yeah. And you shouldn't try. Yeah. The, there's the only way to possibly make everyone happy is to have different personalities. Yeah. That's the only way. And that's not healthy. You know, if you try to make everyone happy, you're going to end up caught in a lie yeah. or caught acting like you're someone that you're not. And it's okay to not make everyone yep. happy. You know, I have tons of great friends that I disagree with strongly on certain subjects. And that doesn't mean you can't get along with yeah. them. Uh, I think that's something that's going on with our culture and our society is that, oh, well, if you believe this, we can't be friends. I'm not like that. I Because in no reality, one believes the I same know thing. that I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I don't know everything and I'm not going to pretend to. Um, I'm pretty stoic in the sense of like, oh, you if if what you believe doesn't, you know, or if you're not out there actively hurting people or belittling people, like, if you're, if by the end of the day, we can high five and grab a beer and be friends. Like, I don't care what you believe. If you're a nice person who wants good for other people, then that's all it takes for I'm me. I'm with you, man. And, and, and I think that we, um, everyone needs to chill the fuck out sometimes and just yeah. be cool with people for people and respect, respect people for trying, you know? And if I, if I lick my yeah. lips when I sing, I had no idea. But LL, LL Cool J did it, and he's cool as hell. So if he does it, yeah, then I can pull it off. You know, maybe not as cool as LL Cool J. He yeah. kind of, he kind of, he kind of made that into an art. But you know, Jay-Z's LL Cool J. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the way I, I, who was it? Was a Joe Rogan stand-up actually? But I've loved this quote for yeah. so long, and it was treat everybody else as if it was you living another yeah. life. Because who's to say if I wasn't born in anyone else's shoes that I want to be just like them based on, you know, every little thing that has caused them to be the person that they are. So you, you treat everyone like it was you living another life. If someone disagrees with you and you think about, well, where did they grow up? If you know their family, like what, what would I be like if I was literally born in their shoes? Probably pretty similar. So I, I like to approach we, it. Like we that. all think we're so special, but in reality, we're a meat suit being run around by, you know, by whatever else can, what, what, whatever controls us, you know, if you had a, a superpower, what, what would it be? And what would you do with it? 
Huh. Ooh, that's a tough one because, of course, the expected answer is flying. You know, I love anything aerial. Um, but a superpower, and what would I do with it? Actually, yeah, I'm going to go uh, either invincibility if that's allowed. True, of course. Because then I could definitely take a base jumping and do all these crazy action sports without the fear of dying. Nice. So invincibility would be number one. And number two would be uh, the ability nice. to fly. Would you be a hero or a villain? Yeah. Oh, hero, I'd hope. <laughs> definitely definitely want to be a hero. I want to help as many people and get as many smiles as possible. But I might yeah, end up I might, I might end up an anti-hero. I would want teleportation. I'd want teleportation. Oh yeah. That's but the, good. if I teleported I'm literally straight up teleporting into like Fort Knox and, and banks. And I would be going full on. I'm not going to lie. I'd be going full on Robin hood, man. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, no, I like that. I can get behind that. <laughs> teleporting into a bank or into some gold vault. Shitty multi-millionaire dude. Yeah. I could. Some guy that this like is that. my vault money. And I'm like, ah, not now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, boop, get in there, pack a bag, yeah. out of there. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh...